BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Can the Virginia Lottery have your number? In the Lottery's new game, Cash Pop, you play one of 15 numbers. You can play up to five times a day. You can win up to $2,500. Cash pop from the Virginia Lottery. Play the one that speaks to you. Drive to your closest retailer. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. The Linux Show, starring Nick Carter, Master Detective, presented by Acme, America's great producer of fine quality paints. the story of a man known the world over as one of the most daring and resourceful characters in the history of detective fiction. A man whose name has become a symbol of the triumph of right and justice over the sinister forces of crime and lawlessness. A man recognized as one of the great masters of deduction. Nick Carter, Master Detective. Today's exciting case, The Sixth Statue. Another exciting chapter dramatized from the life story of Nick Carter. In just a moment, we'll hear how Nick Carter investigated a strange plague called bronze disease that murdered two people and almost killed a third. for today's exciting case from the life of Nick Carter. The regular morning work in the old brownstone mansion at the corner of 5th and 4th begins with Nick's voluminous correspondence. Scores of letters arrive every day, official, semi-official, friendly, threatening. But every once in a while, a strange note arrives, like the one Patsy is reading to Nick now. Dear Mr. Nick Carter, you are a famous detective and would not know me as I am only a housemaid. Oh, this writing is terrible. But I have heard you will always help people if they are in trouble, so I am taking the liberty to ask you, would you help me? Mr. Carter, there is bad trouble in the house where I work, Mr. Horace Allen's house on Park Avenue. There is is plague in the house, a bad sickness, and I think we will all die. Statues got sick first, and I know we will get it next. Please come and tell me what I should do. In clothes, please find muddy order to pay for your trouble. Yours truly, Maisie Lee. For the love of Pete. Oh, I really think this is touching, Nick. Look, here's the money order. Five whole dollars. Generously. 
considering Miss Leeds probably earns only 20 a week. Wish you hadn't sent it. Let's see that letter, Bessie. Yes. Horace Allen. What? That's the famous ex meat packer, isn't it? 1270 Park. <laughs> Very rich. Yes. Letter mail last night. Written in a great deal of hurry. Notice the ink blots? Mm-hmm. Miss Leeds seems rather frightened. Well, what's all this about plague? Now, here's the key line. Statues got sick first, and I know we will get it next. Statues got sick? But what's that mean? I think we better drive to 1270 Park and find out. Right now? Oh, can't it wait a few minutes, Nick? We've got so much work to do here, and, well, Miss Maisie Leeds' trouble is probably a very vivid imagination. You've forgotten. I've been paid a retainer, Fessy. I'm now devoted to the interest of my client. Let's go see Maisie, even if we have to go in through the servant's entrance. Mansion for an ex meat packer, Nick. Yes. Heard Mr. Allen's turn to art in his retirement. He collects. Oh, I wish you'd go back to meat packing for the duration. You can't eat statues and packers. Very funny. No one home. Should be servants in the house. They don't seem to be. Oh, Nick, you're you're not going. Don't to... have to. The door's been left ajar. Come on. Oh, Nick, this isn't right. I've got a treat around, Patsy. Come on in. Besides, it's rather unusual for a collector of art to leave the house door open when there's no one home. Oh, there's the library. Let's go in. Oh, golly. Plenty of stuff here. Paintings, statues. Nick, look at those statues. The bronze ones. Yes. That they're all greenish encrusted. Like they've got some kind of skin disease. Those bronze spears, too. And this bronze chest. I wonder how it looks inside. Maybe this... Nick. Yes. Looks as if the plague has killed our client. As I'm very much mistaken, this body in the chest is that of Maisie Lee. Most of the house, Nick, there isn't a soul around. What's happened anyway? Don't know yet. Learn anything from the body? Maybe leads all right. Dead about ten hours. She must have been strangled and placed in this chest just after she mailed that letter to me. Oh. That's it. There's an odd thing about this murder. Looks as if the killer had silver polish in his hands. Silver polish? Yes, there's a kind of white powder on Maisie's neck around the strangulation prints. Smells like silver polish. And Nicky, you'd better notify the police. No. Why not? Listen, Patsy. Maisie Leeds paid me $5 to take on her case. I didn't get her soon enough to save her life, but I am going to get a killer. This is a point of honor. Something Sergeant Matheson wouldn't understand. Well, what are you two doing uh, here? Don't move, either of you. I'd suggest you put that gun away. You might hurt someone. Answer my question. What are you doing in here? Who are you? I'm Nick Carter. This is my secretary, Patsy Bowen. Nick Carter? Yes. Well, I'm Peter Craig, Horace Allen's nephew. I was up on the top floor, heard someone calling down here. That was me. So I came down. What's the matter, Mr. Carter? Look in the bronze chest. Good grief, Maisie. All right, Craig, I want some quick answers from you. Why was the house empty when we arrived? Where's your uncle? Where are the servants? Well, there aren't any servants. They all quit yesterday except Maisie here. Uncle Horace rushed down to the employment agency this morning. That's that's why I'm alone in the house. I see. But you didn't see Maisie Leeds this morning? No, I... 
Well, I generally stay in my rooms on the top floor. Uncle Horace just yelled up that he was going to the agency. What agency? The Sun Agency on Vanderbilt Street. One more question, Craig. You know anything about bronze statues? No. Who sold these to your uncle? Sinjin Arrowfield, English dealer at the plaza. All right. You stay here. Try and locate your uncle on the phone and get him home. We're hustling over to see Arrowfield. I want to find out what six statues have got to do with murder. Believe me, Mr. Carter, that man Ellen is an idiot, a fool, an artistic criminal. I should never have sold rare pieces to an ex-meat packer. Go on. Antique bronzes are as delicate as tropical fruits. Unless they're cared for with delicacy and understanding, they sicken. You mean statues can really become sick? Yes, and I. Bronze disease is a corrosion that eats away the metal, rots it until it crumbles. No one knows how it starts. No one knows how to stop it. Once it attacks a collection, the infected pieces must be removed or the entire collection will die. Golly. And bronze disease has attacked Alan's collection? You saw it, didn't you? The green, crumbling crust on the surface of the bronze. And unless he removes the infected pieces, his collection is doomed. But why did you call him an artistic criminal? He has a half a million dollars worth of items there. All the money in the world can't replace one of those pieces once it's lost. Don't you understand? There's nothing more valuable than a work of art. Oh, yes, there is, Mr. Arrowfield. A human life. <laughs> Look very busy. Sorry, nothing available. We're looking for Mr. Horace Allen. Yeah, not here. He was here this morning? Here and gone. Can't supply him with anything. Why not? Sleeping quarters are impossible. The nephew's a chemist or something. Did you say the nephew's a chemist? Yes, has a laboratory alongside the servants' quarters. Terrible smells all day and all night. Well, chemists ought to know more about bronze disease than Craig seemed to. Patsy, let's have a talk with that young man right now. Here we are. Nate, do you think Craig was lying? Don't know, Patsy. Perfectly possible. Oh. I hope Mr. Allen's back by this time. With somebody to answer the door. At least Craig ought to answer. Probably back upstairs in his laboratory. Well, Nick. Just my little pick lock, Patsy. Can't wait here all day. One second. There we are. Hello? Anybody home? Buddy, you told Craig to stay here. Well, let's run up to the top floor. We'll find him there. Walk? Right. Haven't you noticed? Alan has a neat little private elevator installed. Oh, step in. Call your floor, please. First floor, dining room, smoking room, lounge room. Second floor, bedrooms, bedrooms, and more bedrooms. Third floor, hot houses, bedrooms, and more bedrooms. Fourth and top floor, servants' quarters, and... <gasps> Take a look on the floor. It's Craig. Yes. 
Fourth and top floor, murder. First a murdered housemaid, then a murdered chemist. How will Nick explain them and solve the mystery of the six statues? We'll see in just a moment. And now back to our story. Investigating a strange complaint about six statues, Nick and Patsy entered the empty home of Horace Allen to discover Allen's housemaid, Maisie Leeds, murdered. Nick finds that Allen's artworks are suffering from a rare disease known as bronze disease, and also that Allen's nephew, Peter Craig, is an amateur chemist with a laboratory on the top floor of the house. When Nick and Patsy return to the house to question Craig, they find him murdered, too. Now they're in the murdered man's laboratory examining this body. Well, Nick? Stabbed through the chest with a bronze spear, Patsy. Evidently, one of the spears from Alan's collection. Golly. It's a powerful thrust. You see the tip protruding from Craig's back. You can also see it's tainted with the same bronze disease that's hit some of the statues. Ah, hello. What is it? Craig didn't die at once. What do you mean? Look, here on the floor. Oh, Craig must have tried to write something in blood as he was dying. Yes. It says N-H-L. N-H-L, what's that? Couldn't tell you yet. Nick, I got it. Initials. The initials of Him murdered. The killer. Maybe. Uh, uh, couldn't be Allen or, or Arrowfield or the Sun Agency. Maybe it was one of the old children. Hey, what's going on in this house? Where is everybody? What goes here? Nick, I think I hear... You uh, don't think you do hear our old friend, Sergeant Matheson. Hey, is anybody home? Chris, Alan. Hey, Mr. Allen, I... Oh, glory be, I'm seeing things. Oh, we're real, Sergeant. Good afternoon, Matty. Nick Carter and company, I might have known. What are you two... Hey, who's that on the floor? Peter Craig. Murdered. Craig, too? He's the guy that called me. First the girl downstairs, now him upstairs. What is this, a massacre? I'll give you the facts, Matty. No, 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 no. Explanations first, if you please, Mr. Oh, Carter. Here we go. Now, look, I warned you a thousand times when you get mixed up in murder cases to notify homicide. There's a law in this city. Don't you ever do anything but break the law? Yes, I solve murders. You ought to know. Yeah, 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 I know, but Nick, please. We've got laws to enforce. Make it as easy as you can for us to enforce them. Matty, I'm going to help you enforce one law today. The law against first-degree murder. Come on down to Allen's laboratory. So that's exactly where we stand in the case, Matty. The murders are tied up some way. We is this a matter? I have an idea how, but I'm not sure yet. Well, look. Uh, what about the insurance angle? Maybe Allen's trying to ruin his own statues to collect the dough. Oh no, Matty could get more by selling them. Well, maybe Craig ruined the statues and Allen killed him for revenge. Maybe, but I doubt it. Besides, that leaves out Maisie Lee. Oh, forget her. She's just an accident in this case. She's not an accident in this case, and she's not to be forgotten. Matter, you won't understand this, but in this case, I'm working for Maisie Leeds. I'm not working for you or the police. What's that? I'm working for justice. Justice for Maisie Leeds. I think you're crazy. Huh? See, Patsy, I told you. Well, well, well. Huh? I'm pleased to see you all here. And a fine lot of people you seem to be. I'm Mr. Allen. Oh, yeah? Yes, indeed. Very easy man to work for. Just myself, my nephew in the house. 
Big house, few people, not too difficult, eh? I suppose the agency explains. Mr. Allen. You're the housemaid, eh? Very pretty, my dear. Very Mr. Allen, your housemaid is Miss Patsy Bowen, my assistant. Who was? I am Nick Carter. Nick Carter? I'm going to be blunt, Mr. Allen. No sense beating around the bush. Your maid, Maisie Lee, was strangled to death. Your nephew, Peter Craig, was stabbed to death. What? Oh. Well, help me in the chair, Matty. Right, Nick. Thank you. I'll be all right. I didn't spare you because we're pressed for time, Mr. Allen. The killer may strike again. We've got to work fast. Now, where were you all day? At the employment agencies, trying to hire servants. A likely story. It's true. I had to have them in the house today. I have a very important guest coming, arriving on the 6.30 train from Washington. Says you. You can get the list of agencies with Mr. Allen and check the story later, Matty. Okay. Mr. Allen, I want to take one of your statues home with me. One of the diseased ones. I, uh... I'm sorry, I can't permit that, Mr. Carter. My guest coming to my... But you ought to remove the sick statues anyway, Mr. Allen. Mr. Arfield said so. Why, they'll infect everything. I know, I know, but I can't. My guest is a famous collector and wants to buy some of my pieces. I've got to show him all of them. I see. Well, in that case, we've got to work without your help. Come on, Patsy. You'll be in my lab if anything breaks, Matty. Right. Oh, by the way, Mr. Allen, what's the name of this famous collector who's visiting you tonight? Norman Lane. Uh, Norman Hadley Lane. Oh, Patsy, run off the Bunsen burner, will you? Of course. Nick, I just realized what Alan said. What's that, Patsy? The man coming up on the 6.30 train from Washington. Norman Hadley Lane. N-H-L. Mm-hmm. Found it a couple of museums. Put a trial on him. But, but the letters NHL, that's his initials. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nick, you're not listening. Just finishing this analysis, Bradley. Here. See this precipitate? Yes. That's the silver polish from Maisie Lee's throat. Is it silver polish? No. Something that came from Peter Craig's lab. I'll hand me that package I brought from Alan's house. Mm. Here. Thanks. I'll wrap this. Nick, you don't seem to care about the initials. I'll bet Lane's the killer. I bet he isn't even on the train. He's probably here already. Huh. Well. Nick, that's the spear that killed Craig. Right. But that's stealing police evidence. Oh, golly, Sergeant Matheson's going to be sore. Alan would let me have a sample of his diseased bronze for her to steal it. Now let's cut a sliver of bronze off the tip of the spear. I'm going to take a look at it under the microscope. Now you're destroying evidence. Oh, Nick, Nick, I don't like it. Not destroying. I'm just taking off a shaving. There. Now, now let's see. Well? Ah. Well, what do you see, germs? Yeah. Why don't you have a look? You see? This is a slice across the tip of the spear. Now, you see the outer portion? Those crystals all around the edges? Yes. The malachite crystals. Shows the presence of the brown disease. Now, what do you see inside? Toward the core of the section. Uh, just reddish metal. Exactly. Amorphous bronze metal. Just pure, uncrystallized bronze. And that, Miss Bone, breaks the case wide open. Why, what do you mean, Nick? I mean that... Oh, I'll get it. Hello? Nick Carter. Speaking, who's this? Here's a tip for you, Mr. Nick Carter. If you want to find who killed Peter Craig, 
What's the clip from the Sun Employment Agency? Quick, Patsy, get a line on this call. Trace it. Right. Uh, afraid I don't follow you. The clerk from the Sun Employment Agency. You'll find him at the Hotel Brighton. Now, he'll tell you who killed Craig. Uh, just let me get that down, will you? Hotel Brighton. Uh, whereabouts is that? I've talked long enough. You know what to do. Goodbye. Oh, it's no use, Patsy. I couldn't hold him long enough. Did you get any kind of a trace? No. Sorry. Well, it doesn't matter. Get Maddie on the phone. Tell him we're picking him up and take him for a ride. To the Hotel Brighton? Just tell him the killer will be at the other end of the ride. All right, Meg, never mind the Mysterioso stuff. Where are we going? Thought Patsy told you, Maddie, to meet a murderer. Where? Didn't Patsy tell you that? The Hotel Brighton. Then we're going the wrong way. The Brighton's downtown in the village. You're driving uptown. That's right. But Nick, the man on the phone said that... The man on the phone was wrong, Patsy. Here we are. This is where we're going. Huh? What time is it? 6.25? Oh, just in time. Come on. Oh, this is Pennsylvania Station. Right. And we're going to meet the Washington train. You mean to tell me the killer is this Lane guy? Norman Hadley Lane? That's who we're going to meet. We'll have to move quickly. We haven't much time. Oh, but maybe... We'll talk later, Patsy. I'm afraid to cut it rather fine. We've got to get to the lower level and be on the platform when the train pulls in. This way. If this is a wild goose chase, Nick... I think you're wrong, you can say that, Maddie. Not until then. Down this ramp. Right. Now, that's the Washington train. Quick. Never get through the crowd. We've got to. Here. Here are pictures of Lane. Yeah. Can't miss him. He's a big man, quite stout. Heavy grayish beard. Uh-huh. Looks like Edward the Seventh. Look sharp. Now we mustn't miss him. Now listen, Nick. This is no time for arguments, Matty. We've got to locate Lane as soon as he gets off that train. Now stand by. Right. I'll take the center. You watch right. Matty, you take the left. Okay. Fat man, Edward the Seventh beard. What a crowd. I think. Oh, the only which car in Hold it. There he is. Car in front of us. Quick, Matty. Forward. Wait. Mr. Lane. It's Norman Lane. Norman Hadley Lane. Get down. Get down. Nick, what are you doing? He's tackling him. Yes. Matty, you got him? Yes, I got him, Nick. All right, hold on to him. All right. Let's take him to the station master's office. You can call the wagon from there. Didn't you warn me it was going to be an assassination? Didn't know when it was going to happen. Oh, what about know. Mr. Lane? Oh, I just put him in a cab. He's all right. He's pretty well shaken up when I knocked him out of the way of the bullets. But that's a lot better than a shot through the heart. Huh, Mr. Arrowfield? Why, you dirty gumshoe snooper. I'd like to... Hold on, old Matty. He's a dangerous little man and a very clever actor. <coughs> phony Englishman, phony dealer in art objects, including phony bronzes. Phony bronzes? Certainly, Patsy. That was the whole motivation. When Mr. Allen took up collecting objects of art, Arrowfield got hold of them and sold him a lot of supposedly antique bronze masterpieces. But in reality, they were completely phony, being merely modern copies of those masterpieces. And unless I'm wrong, Mr. Norman Lane owned many of the originals from which Allen's bronzes were copied. Well, Nick, uh, what about that bronze disease? When Arrowfield learned that Lane was coming to see Allen's collection, he knew Lane would recognize many of Allen's bronzes as copies of items in his own collection. Yeah. So Arrowfield, in order to force Allen to remove those phony pieces from his collection, deliberately infected them with a bronze disease. What do you know? Allen refused to remove them in spite of the disease, so Arrowfield had to do the next best thing, kill Lane. Otherwise, he faced exposure as a dealer in fakes and phony pieces. The murder of Lane, fortunately, didn't succeed. 
The others did. And I'm going to see that you pay for them, Arrowfield. I want to be sure that Maisie Leeds, wherever she is now, gets her full five dollars worth. In just a moment, Nick will be back to give you the final details of today's story and tell you how he knew Arrowfield was the poisoner of the sick statue. And now let's hear from Nick Carter himself. Nick, I don't see why Arrowfield killed Maisie Leeds. Because when Maisie returned from mailing her letter to me, she saw Arrowfield in the collection room deliberately infecting the false antique bronze statues with the bronze disease. She was killed to silence her. But how could Arrowfield poison the statues? Well, Patsy, as Alan's guide and mentor in the new business of collecting, Arrowfield had easy access to the house. He was able to steal in and infect those statues with chemicals he took from Craig's laboratory. To be precise, with ammonium chloride. That's the coercive agent that causes bronze disease. Oh. And was that the powder you found on Maisie's neck? Right. Some of it was on Arrowfield's hands when he strangled her. Evidently, Craig remembered seeing Arrowfield in his lab taking the chemical. So, Arrowfield killed him. But those initials Craig wrote. Oh, they weren't initials, Patsy. Craig tried to write the chemical symbol for ammonium chloride. NH4CL. Mm-hmm. He wrote the N and the H and got as far as the first elbow stroke of four and then died. We thought he'd written NHL, which, purely by coincidence, happened to be Lane's initials. Oh, I see. So, Nick, you said Arafield ground as before. How could you tell that? I bet you remember this afternoon in my lab. You looked through the microscope at a piece of that spear that killed Craig? Yes. Well, really ancient bronzes become heavily crystallized through the years. But the piece we examined was crystallized only around the outer surface, showing that it was cast quite recently. So that's it. Well, was Arafield trying to sidetrack you with that phone call so he could get it lame when he arrived in town? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Lucky you weren't fooled. Only know it's a funny thing, Patsy. I've met thousands of crooks in my time, each one more clever than the next. And believe it or not, the only ones they fooled in the end were themselves. Well, Nick, what story are you going to tell next week? Remember the time we drove south to investigate the mystery of a legendary giant called Erdman the Earthshaker, whose footsteps apparently frightened a man to death? Oh, yes. The clues to the case were green rice grains on the dead man's hand and a drop of blood on a bird feather. Right. What are you going to call the story? The Case of the Bleeding Bobolink. <laughs> Carter, Master Detective, is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. Long Clark is starred as Nick. Charlotte Manson plays Patsy. Script is by Alfred Bester. And any resemblance in these programs to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. The entire production is under the direction of Jock McGregor. <laughs> Nick Carter, Master Detective, is presented at this time and over these same stations each week by the three great Linux home brighteners. Linux self-polishing wax, Linux cream polish, and Linux clear gloss. Created by Acme, America's great producer of Acme fine quality paints. This is Ken Powell speaking for the thousands of Linux dealers all over America and saying so long until next week.